Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you have a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. This past weekend for Mother's Day, I'm treating my wife while grilling I'm treating myself with a Miller Lite. Miller Lite, it just tastes right. Whether it's barbecue season or just celebrating a regular day with burgers and dogs, with a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Can you imagine waking up today, turning off the game after the third quarter, going, wait, who won? I wouldn't blame you if you turned it off after three quarters, because that's what I did. Welcome to the program, Friday edition. It's a meet Friday, in case you're wondering. Chimichurra smoked ribeyes, smoked mashed potatoes. Who has it better than we do? No. Nobody. Play of the day, stat of the day, brought to you by Panini. Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. Cooper Cup will join us coming up next hour. Chris Mannix was on the scene last night at Golden State. We'll recap game one. And is that a precursor to what we might expect the rest of this series? But Boston got everybody's attention last night. It took a while, but they had a great fourth quarter. Say good morning to Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download the app. Watch for free. Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, and nearly 400 radio stations around America. You have lightning at the Rangers game two tonight. The Avalanche roll the Oilers. They're up 2-0 in that series. But... The big news, the Celtics come back, and they win game one, and they win game one going away. Jason Tatum didn't play well at all. And that's the scary part, I think. If I'm Golden State, I go, okay, they're not going to shoot that well the next game. Well, I don't think Jason Tatum is going to shoot that poorly the next game. After that first quarter, Steph Curry with 21, and then you wonder, can you keep that up and I don't know what Boston's philosophy was playing defense because they didn't play defense on Steph Curry in the first quarter. It's almost like, you know, they got lulled into this, let the Miami Heat shoot, doesn't matter. Go ahead. Oh, no, that's the greatest shooter of all time, and he's got 21 after one. But the Celtics didn't blink. This is a game of threes, back and forth. And, you know, these two combined for 86 three-pointers. 
Boston's the one shooting over 50%. Uh, you know, Golden State, they were okay. But if you're going to shoot over 50% from three-point range and your best player doesn't play well, you just said to the rest of the NBA and Golden State, we're going to be a really tough out. Now it's game two, and I've got uh, Golden State, according to DraftKings, as a four-point favorite. Game two. I got a, I got a text late night from Reggie Miller. He goes, told you. I'm like, okay. Here's a told you guy after one. Look, Boston's played well. Nobody should be surprised. Remember the experience or lack thereof? They seemed okay last night. Tatum didn't shoot well. He seemed a little overwhelmed. Missed some free throws. He's a great free throw shooter. But he did fill in some other stat categories there. 13 assists. Like, great players will find a way to help the team even if they're not scoring. And you saw that last night. Al Horford. Yes. Al Horford. The Hall of Very Good, Al Horford, looked great last night. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you can bank on that, but, you know, when you're talking about somebody who hits six three-pointers in a game in Boston Celtics history, I think it's Ray Allen and Al Horford, of course. Yeah, Paulie. There was a point in the fourth quarter, I think the Celtics scored maybe nine or 11 in a row to open the quarter. And then, uh, um, not Marcus Smart, it was uh, Jalen Brown threw a turnover. And then Ray came right back, and Clay hit a three. And I think Mark uh, Jackson goes, ooh, that was a big one. That could slow this down. But it didn't. And Steve Kerr doesn't burn timeouts. He kind of trusts his guys. It just it, the, the run never ended. It was wild. Yep. You kept thinking, okay, all right, nice. They're putting up a fight here. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, my gosh, they got Golden State on the ropes. Yes, Seton. You ever watch a game and somebody hits a three-pointer and for some reason the weight of that three is just different? It feels like it's four or five points. Man, that's Clay Thompson brings that. They're the Warriors in general do, but sometimes they just hit a big three and it just feels like a 10-pound weight on you, you know? Or you're like, dang. All right, uh, poll question. What are we going to go with today, Steve? Uh, here's one from Paulie. Who would a finals MVP do more for? Steph Curry or Al Horford? Oh, wow. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> well, much has been made about Steph Curry not having a finals MVP. I, all it would do is just shut people up, then they'd move on to another topic. But, but, and maybe that's a good thing, but if you're Al Horford and you pull an Andre Iguodala and you somehow end up with the MVP at your age, I think you're still in the Hall of Very Good. You're not a Hall of Famer. But Al Horford's one of those guys where you go, wow, he... He just seems to do enough at the right time for them. And you, if you give me 17 points and eight rebounds at that position, you make your threes. I mean, that's what he is. He's a 17-8 guy, but he's very consistent. You saw that with the Celtics, and it feels like their bench. There's always, who's going to step up? Derek White, going to be Pritchard, going to be Williams. Whoever it is, it feels like they have that person waiting in the on-deck circle, but... As I said to Reggie Miller, and I would say to everybody else, it's only one game. It's a one-stop shop. It's DanPatrick.com. Father's Day coming up. All kinds of goodies there, and a lot of them on sale. Also, this program brought to you by Discover. With prices soaring at the pump, Discover has your back with cashback. Use Discover to earn 5% cashback at gas stations and Target. Now through June, up to $1,500 in purchases. When you activate... Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. Limitations like Fritzy apply. All right. What other poll questions, Seton? Uh, here's another one that's sort of a little bit of a left turn, so maybe it works better for hour three, mm. say. Just yeah. a preview. Give you a little time to think about it, okay? okay? All right, fair enough. Whose movie Ooh. career would you want? Who? We're going to start it with Tom Cruise because everybody is going bonkers over the new uh, Top Gun. Yes. It's getting great reviews. Yes. Must see. Yes. And he's also sort of a, uh, I mean, he's a blockbuster movie guy. He he's, only makes big movies. Tom Cruise is the last movie star. He, he's, the, I think, the last movie star. True movie star, you show up and you'll go to a theater. There are people going to the theater haven't been in the theater in a long time. And Tom Cruise is, I think, the last person who can get. He's, they're really banking on the movie industry. It feels like that we got to get people to go to theaters. Mm. Tom Cruise is getting people to go to theaters. So in three days, 
Ticket sales, $280 million. No way. Yeah. Now, keep this in mind. (laughs) If it makes a billion dollars, Tom Cruise will probably land $100 million out of a billion. Seems like a pretty good trade-off, I think. Kind of feels underpaid. Yes. (laughs) It kind of feels a little low to me. (laughs) But if, if Top Gun makes a billion worldwide... The report is that Tom Cruise would make $100 million. He's the last movie star. Yeah, Paul. I think you're right the way you said it, the last movie star. I can't picture Tom Cruise being in uh, True Detective Season 6, yeah. right? I can't see him doing a miniseries on TV. That, he's, I don't think he's ever done that stuff. Well, which is last movie that flopped? Is it Last Samurai? Is that... Uh... He doesn't really flop. He doesn't really miss. He kind of only makes great movies in a way. Well, he revitalized the Mission Impossible franchise. So you know you're getting something good, interesting, yeah. exciting. Those every, movies are always fun. Yeah, every one of them. Uh, but I, I don't know when the last movie he did that you go, eh, kind of a dud. Yes, he, so if we're filling out this poll question, right? Yeah. Uh, whose movie career would Ooh. you want? Okay. Tom Cruise. I would throw Will Smith on there. Will Smith is a huge summer blockbuster guy. There was a run for I don't know how many years. He only released movies, I think, on July 4th and Christmas. Yeah. Because he was just a sure thing. Uh, Will Smith holds the record for the best payday from a single movie. He reportedly took home $100 million for Men in Black, the threequel. <laughs> That's not bad. Now, that made $600 million worldwide, and he made $100 million. I can only imagine that Tom Cruise, if it makes a billion, he deserves $100 million. What other poll questions uh, do you have? Those are the two we're running with right now. Okay, yeah. so what I want Tom Cruise... Well, see, Will Smith, if you put him in there, then people feel like, all right, well, what's his movie career going to be now moving forward with what happened? Um, unless you're just talking about, no, I would want it Tom Cruise. There's, what about, uh, how about, say, like Dwayne Johnson, The Rock? Ooh. He's had a pretty baller career. Yeah. That's being. Yeah. Yes, Todd. Does Tom Hanks still have that cachet to this day? Like when we're saying the last great actor that still can bring everybody to the movie theater. Yeah, but he's not, he's not a movie star anymore that way. That, that he could carry like Big or Sleepless in Seattle and, you know, those rom-com movies. And he was great in them. But as far as a blockbuster... Now he's in the new Elvis movie, but he's not the lead. He's not he's not the leading guy. You know, it's the guy who's playing Elvis. But there are very few guys who get you to go to the movie theater. Tom Hanks is a little bit of a unicorn too because he can be a serious actor. He can be really funny. He can be in a rom com. He can, you know he can do sort of like an action adventure kind of yeah. thing. Not necessarily like a Jason Bourne, but things that'll keep you on the edge of your, of your seat. Um, and there's not a lot of people who could pull that off, be funny and serious. Jim Carrey, maybe he could do that. Yeah, I think, you know, we'll look at Tom Hanks as, you know, the Jimmy Stewart of our era that, you know, he's always a quality actor in everything that he does. But a true movie star, if Tom Cruise shows up at a premiere, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. There are very few people. Yeah, Marv. Yeah, I think it's basically the, it's basically the difference between a movie star and a great actor. Yeah. Like Tom Cruise is a movie star. We wouldn't consider him exactly Daniel Day-Lewis or anything like that. No. But when he's making a movie, you go see him. Yeah. So I'm with you. Would Denzel be in there too? Yeah. Um, well, did you guys go see Macbeth? Twice. Did you guys even know that he did a movie with Francis McDormand? Macbeth? Not until the Oscars. Yeah, that's about it. But um, I don't know if Denzel can carry a blockbuster. Whoa. Not anymore. Ooh, you're Whoa. getting you're getting some What? Whoa. Denzel's resume, if you he's got some high-end movies. Okay, in the last 7 years. After Training Day. Oh, great, oh. great flick by the way. Yes. <laughs> by the way, Ethan Hawke is the star in in that movie. Denzel got all the credit and, and he's Denzel. Ethan Hawke's role in Training Day is so nuanced that's so like you're going oh my god he's got to be that guy then that guy then that guy then that denzel was just one character and ethan hawk i thought was brilliant in that movie complimenting denzel yes todd 
If uh, Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio are those the types where I got to check that out. I love those guys. I want to see them. Okay, but what has DiCaprio had in the last seven years? Other than bangers? (laughs) (laughs) What's he had that you go, oh, my God, I got to go see that movie? Like Top Gun has become a what? You haven't seen it? No, you, you got to see it in IMAX. But that's a little that's kind of recency bias. Like he had Tom Cruise happens to have a hot movie out right now. But how many times have you had any movie in the last couple of years where you go, I got to go see that in the theater? Exactly. I don't know. It's It's been a weird couple of years. OK, <laughs> I, I haven't really wanted to go to a movie okay. theater for three how years. How about not going to a theater? But you said, I got to see that movie. Yes, Bully. DiCaprio had Once Upon a Time in Hollywood three years ago. That was a biggie. Brad Pitt. And Brad Pitt stole yeah. the show. He was yeah. in The Revenant. He was in The Wolf of Wall Street, The yeah. Great Gatsby in the past decade. Yeah, Gatsby, not good. Django, Django Unchained. It was about 10 years ago. Dang, that was a hell of a movie. There were a lot of stars in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you go see DiCaprio. He's a, he's a real dealer. Yeah, yeah. He's a movie star. I don't, I don't think he's... If you said I, I can have Leonardo DiCaprio or I can have Tom Cruise's careers, I'd take Tom Cruise. Yes, Mark. It's also the type of movies that Tom Cruise makes. Yeah. He, like, he makes action films that you want to go see, and, you know, they're action-packed and all that stuff. He knows what he's doing. He, he knows. Although, you know, when he did uh, Magnolia, he was in that. Like, he's done great cameos. What's the other one with... Um, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, Tropic Thunder? Yes. Oh. So good. <laughs> Golly, he's good. Yeah. Oh, like, that's man. where you go, wait, that's Tom Cruise? Yeah. Hey, Coke. <laughs> that's a great movie. I got I, a few more names real quick, Dan. Okay. Right. This is, remember, it's whose career would you want, not who's the biggest star. Sean Penn, Harrison Ford, Paul Newman, uh, Christian Bale. Here's a, one of my favorites, Dustin Hoffman, for careers that you'd want. Mm. Yeah, Robert De Niro. Jack Nicholson, Al Pacino. Yeah. Those are amongst wow. the populace. You know who comes to mind, too, for some reason? Bruce Willis. He's yeah. Had, he's had some. He's had. He had blockbusters. He did. Back, it's been a little bit. But, but not but, anymore. Yeah, no. My wife, I caught her looking at pictures of Paul Newman yesterday. Uh, <laughs> so, like, I, I, she's at the kitchen table, and she had her, uh, you know, earbuds in. And then I walked in, and I could see her scrolling through Paul Newman photos. And I go, what are you doing? And she goes, what are you doing surprising me? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just looking. Yeah. You're looking at pictures of Paul Newman. She goes, he is handsome. I said, yes, but past tense. He was handsome. I am, honey. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. Remember about five years ago, we had the actor Michael Douglas in studio, and he walked in. He's a Hollywood legend. He had that tan suit and a blue shirt, and his gray hair was flowing. Seat and I looked at each other, and we both. That there is a movie star. It looked like he walked in in slow motion. Yes. It's like, that's Michael Douglas. And like, I would just look at him sitting on the couch and be like, <laughs> yes, there he, he's sitting right there. Yeah. And, and, and he wanted to be in our March Madness pool. Like, you know, we were like, what? Michael Douglas. Yeah, Fritzy goes, uh, Michael Douglas, he's going to be in March Madness. I go, really into Gonzago. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> All right, Mannix will join us if you're a Golden State Warrior fan. How panicked are you? And how do you feel if you're the Celtics? You won that game going away, and your best player didn't play that well. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. And now a message from Discover about customer service, common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real-life person. You know, a human being who actually understands your issues and works to resolve them. Somebody with a knack for helping others and having a pulse. In other words, what you need, it's just a person, not a robot. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based reps, available 24-7. We call this live customer service. Emphasis on the word live. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Nobody's a bigger Celtic fan than you. Huge Boston fan. I thought you were a Knicks fan. I'm your cousin from Boston. I like the Knicks, but I've been going to a lot of Celtics games (laughs) because I'm closer to TD Garden than Madison Square Garden these days. I think you need to pick. Do I really? Yeah, because the Knicks and Celtics don't like each other. I'm better off rooting for the Celtics than the Knicks aren't going anywhere anytime soon. You can't go back. Nice to be a front runner, I know. Uh, Chris Mannix, kind enough to uh, join us early on the West Coast after uh, last night's performance here. Have you been to sleep, Chris? Uh, briefly, um, I just uh, removed the Papa John's pizza box from my bed. <laughs> so um, I'm feeling okay right now. A little, uh, little tired, but I'm okay. How sustainable is this for the Boston Celtics? Very sustainable. Um, I picked the Celtics to win this series in six, and my biggest concern coming in was not – if there would be a talent gap between the teams, but how overwhelmed the Celtics would be by the moment. Um, Golden State, 123 games of finals experience. The Celtics, zero. Um, That matters. You go back to 2012 and look at the Oklahoma City Thunder team that played Miami in the finals. You could make the argument that even with LeBron, Wade, and Bosh, that Thunder team was at least as talented or more talented. Mm -hmm. They just were overwhelmed in part by the moment. Um, Beyond like the first couple of minutes of game one, the Celtics weren't overwhelmed by the moment. They were very much present and they survived, you know, a finals record first quarter from Steph Curry to only be down by four. They had a lead at halftime. They had what has become their traditional third quarter pooping of the bed. And then, came back and rallied and you know outscored uh you know the the Golden State 40 to 13 before Steve Kerr threw in the towel in the fourth quarter. They're just I just think they're the better team, Dan, in this series. And if they're not going to get shook by playing in the finals, um they're going to show it. Yeah, I think and I agree with you after the first quarter and Steph puts up 21 and then you realize, all right, we we withstood a knockout blow. 
And then you're leading at halftime. And I went, this bodes well for Boston. Then they fell behind. And then it's like Golden State's up by 11. And I go, all right, maybe Golden State learned its lesson. And uh, they'll close this out. And then all of a sudden, here they come. But Al Horford, can you... See, I guess there's a couple ways to look at this. You go, if you're a Boston fan, we won on the road, and Jason Tatum didn't play well. We could steal another one here. Or does Mm -hmm. Golden State go, we just didn't shoot that well, and they're not going to shoot that well. And it was really one bad quarter here. I I think, look, you can look at it both ways. Uh, I'm sure Golden State's taking the latter attitude, and Boston certainly is is taking the former. I mean, I don't think you can expect, you know, Derek White to shoot that well in game two. Al Horford to go four for four in the fourth quarter with a couple of threes. I mean, everything was working for the Celtics shooting-wise in the fourth quarter. I mean, the shots that Marcus Smart wasn't making in game seven against Miami, he was making uh, in game one against Golden State. All that being said, Tatum offensively was abysmal. Like, this wasn't just a bad fourth quarter he was bad all game. Three for 17 was awful for Jason Tatum. To his credit, he had 13 assists, and so he stuck with it and didn't force uh, as many shots. But if you're the Celtics, your head of the snake plays that bad offensively, you've got to have a lot of confidence going into game two because you know, like, as much as Golden State can be optimistic about what they can do, the Celtics aren't going to get rushed like that by Steph Curry again in the first quarter. They're not going to allow my, uh, Golden State to shoot 48%. Uh, in the first quarter, their defense held the Warriors to 42% in the second half. That's more likely going to happen in game two. The Celtics defense is that good. So I think if you're Boston, you know, you're going to take the biggest punch Golden State's got, but you've got to believe you can come away with two games in the series. See, I didn't buy into the, they don't have any experience, but then I saw Jason Tatum look like he didn't have any experience. Yeah. You got a rookie head coach. Two other rookie head coaches have beaten Golden State in the NBA Finals. Um, you know, I, so the players have to have experience, but a coach doesn't have to have experience. I think Udoka did a wonderful job, uh, certainly in the second quarter or uh, second half in the fourth quarter, whereas Steve Kerr, uh, it felt like he got out coached. Yeah, look, the facts are Ime Udoka has bested Mike Budenholzer and Eric Spolstra already in these playoffs. And those have been seven-game series where coaching matters. He has pushed the right buttons in two series already, so it's no surprise to see him come up with the game plan that helps the Celtics win game one. But to me, Ime Udoka's best uh, performance wasn't necessarily in this game. It's what he's done with this team all season. I mean, Dan, I'm in Boston. I'm at most of these Celtics games. I can't underscore how abysmal it was the first two months of the season when they were just awful, blowing leads and sniping at each other and looking like they might be lottery-bound at the end of December. Ime Udoka instilled in this team a mental toughness that they didn't have in years past. So when they go down 3-2 against Milwaukee in the second round, they don't panic. When they lose game six badly at home to Miami – they don't panic. And just like in previous games where they've blown third quarter uh, leads or had awful third quarters, they don't panic. Jason Tatum said it best after the game. He's like, at the start of the fourth quarter, Ime said to us, we've been here before. Mm -hmm. And they have. So I think his coaching was excellent in game one, but this was just a continuation of what I thought was one of the best coaching performances of this entire season. Yeah, I thought he did a wonderful job, and it showed last night. Doesn't seem like the moment's too big for him. Uh, what's the poll question we have today, Paulie, that we're going to go with? Which would a, Who would uh, an MVP of the finals do more for, Steph Curry or Al Horford? I mean, the, the narrative around Steph Curry is that he needs it, right? That it would elevate him into a different stratosphere, whether it's he goes from top 15 to top 10, whatever you want to say. Um, I, I probably step because I think just a championship is good for Al Horford. Like, I mean, Al, who has been the bridesmaid, how many times now? Four times, you know, going to conference finals, Atlanta, Boston. Now he finally gets here. I mean, as I'm watching that game last night, Dan, it's like you just can't forget that this guy was acquired for Kemba Walker. Like he was, he was available to everybody in the league 
and the Celtics got him effectively for a guy Oklahoma City just bought out and a mid first round pick. I mean that that to me is is remarkable. And Derek White, you know, yeah. could have been had by many teams in the league, acquired for effectively uh, a mid first round pick. I mean, the buttons that Brad Stevens has pushed this year with this team have been remarkable. Where would this team be? without Al Horford and Derek White, two guys that were not on the team at the end of last year. We're talking to Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated, NBA senior writer. What do you think the first order of business for Darvin Ham is with the Lakers? Ask Rob Palenka how the Russell Westbrook talks are going. I mean, <laughs> I mean, doesn't it really just come down to that? You know, Darvin Ham is either preparing for Mission Impossible, in a basketball sense, which is trying to find a way to make it work with Russell Westbrook or going into the season with a more balanced roster. I mean, frankly, Darvin Ham doesn't really know what team he's going to be coaching come early October. He knows LeBron will be there. He knows AD will be there. But this was a team, Dan, that had how many minimum contract guys last year? They'll have a whole swath of new players uh, coming in this year. And we don't know what's going to happen with Westbrook. So I think it's who's going to be on this roster and what kind of players fit how I'm going to play. Now, if I, if Darvin Ham is being told unequivocally that Russell Westbrook will be part of this team, to me, his first order of business is sitting down with Russell Westbrook and saying, Russ, you can extend your career by five years if you become a sixth man. Look at some of the guys that have done it, the Jamal Crawfords, the, the players of that ilk that have been longtime starters, transitioned to sixth men, and had productive careers. Russell Westbrook, Dan, if he doesn't become a sixth man or become more of a role player, his career ends after this season. Simple as that. Nobody's going to sign him to be a starter in this league. But if he's willing to make that transition, if he's willing to make that turn, he could have a five, six-year career because he could still play well against second-unit types of guys. So if I'm Darvin Ham, who as you've heard already from many people, connects well with players, well-liked guy throughout this league. I'm sitting down with Russell Westbrook, and I'm telling him that's the best way to extend my career. Good stuff, Chris. Thanks for getting up, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You got it, Dan. That's Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated, NBA senior writer, joining us from San Francisco. Yeah, it's... Um... It's going to be challenging for Darvin Ham to be a rookie head coach coming in there and trying to establish like who you are and your coaching style. And this is the philosophy. This is the culture there because you've got a guy who still thinks he should be starting and be a star. And we said from day one, when they acquired him, I'd have him come off the bench. I'd bring that energy off the bench. I don't want him starting. And if he does embrace that sixth man role, he's not Jamal Crawford. He's not going to light you up from outside. It's weird to have a, a sixth man who you don't want to shoot. Like you want him to come in and have that energy, but you also don't want him to shoot. You want him to score, and there's a big difference in that. But that's, that's going to be challenging. And I don't know if you give up a draft pick, a future draft pick, five years down the road, and, and Russell Westbrook, uh, would you take him, please? I think that'll be very curious what they're able to do. And what the front office, is there a consensus that they would be wanting to do this? Can they go, okay, this is what, we're all in agreement? Yes? Okay. Also, I saw where, I don't know if the Trailblazers are for sale, but it feels like there are people who want to buy the Trailblazers, including Phil Knight from Nike. Now, Nike has a long-term relationship with the NBA, with their apparel, but I don't know, like, why now for Phil Knight? Paul Allen's estate going to put the team maybe up for sale. They're valuing it, uh, I think, a little over $2 billion, which is no big deal for Phil Knight. Plus, you get to keep the Blazers in Portland, or you ensure that, given the Nike headquarters in uh, Beaverton. Yeah, Paul. I didn't know this. I've, I, I haven't seen Phil Knight in a long time. He's 84 years old. Yeah. I, I had no idea. I thought he was like in his 70s. Like you said, this could be a legacy play where he's like, Buy it for the family and keep it in Portland forever. Yeah, I was just curious about that. The Blazers keep saying that they're not for sale. And that hasn't stopped Phil Knight saying uh, $2 billion plus for the Blazers. And what's he care? He's 84. Like yeah, he, Seton. But why do they... 
So Phil Knight is going in with the Dodgers co-owner, right? So they're going in for a co-ownership bid, yes. right? Yes. If you got $43 billion, why don't you just buy it yourself? What do you need a co-owner for? Like, you know what? I just, uh, how about we go each on a bill? Times are tight. I, I don't know. Maybe this co-owner, younger and, you know, with the same philosophy and ensures it's going to stay in Portland. I don't know. I was just surprised that Phil Knight hadn't bought a team before this, or at least tried to. Yeah, Pauline. The name of the Portland Trailblazers uh, arena is the Moda Center. Not for long if Phil Knight takes over. Yeah. It'll be the swoosh big center. Big swoosh. The big swoosh. The big swoosh. The big swoosh. Yeah, that was my nickname in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big swoosh. Uh, Jen in Denver joins us on the program. Good morning, Jen. What's on your mind? Hi. I'm so excited to be on the show. Well, we're glad to have you, Jen. First time, forever time. So, oh, five, seven, one, forty-five. All right. Okay. All right. All right. I have a stat of the day, but if you like it, I want the really fun Will Ferrell music. I don't like the other one. Okay. Uh, do you have that one, uh, Mark? Stat of the day, stat of the day, that stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. All right. My Colorado Avalanche. In the first round of the playoffs, we played against our 2009 first-round draft pick, Matt Duchesne. In the second round of the playoffs, we played against our second-round 2009 draft pick, Ryan O'Reilly. And in our third round of the playoffs, we are playing against our 2009 third-round draft pick, Tyson Berry. All right. Nailed it, Jen. <laughs> Thank you. Post, post-optional yeah. on that. Yeah. We try to hit the post in the business. And Joe okay. Sackick is the executive vice president. And you, you know, when you're a DJ and you, you're, you're going to talk up to the post, you're going to talk up to the first uh, words that are sung. And it's, I always thought, God, how do they know that they have that much time to be able to talk up? We well, have a clock. And then it, <laughs> it'll be like the, the intro for the song is 17 seconds. So all you have to do is. When you're given to time and temperature. Uh, the racks of the stacks are the best on wax. Yeah. This is Jabel on uh, Classic Vinyl. Seventies on seven. And here is Sticks. And then, you know, right there. That's hitting the post. We got those Aerosmith tickets coming up. Stick around for that. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can call him a little billionaire, by the way, as well. LeBron is the first active NBA player to be a billionaire. Yay. Yay. Congratulations, LeBron. What did he make last year, Paulie? LeBron, on and off the court last year, made $121 million. I think that's second to uh, Lionel Messi, who made a buck thirty. Yes, he See, this is the thing. I clearly, I don't understand money at billionaire, millionaire level, okay. right? I have, really, right? I have absolutely no idea what that's like. All right. So LeBron James is an is a, a active playing billionaire, yeah. right? And then Drake donates a million dollars to LeBron James's school. Why? You're a billionaire. What do you need the money for? What do you need a donation for? Maybe. You already have more than enough money to fund that school. Well, you want to partner with other billionaires. And if Drake might get a tax write-off by donating a million dollars. Oh, he's definitely getting a tax yeah. write-off for that. Yeah, yeah, but like what? What do you What do you need the... Drake's probably got $500 million in the bag. What does he need the tax write-off for? How much does Drake have? Eleventy billion dollars. You think so? And it's probably that's that's being a, on the low. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Let me take a break. Got our play of the day coming up next. We'll talk to the Rams. Cooper Cup. He'll join us coming up next hour. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, and you can find us on the iHeart Radio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar.
Lamar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is play. of the day. Runner left side, got it! Play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Leads Derek White, attacks baseline. Derek White to the corner. Richard pulls down by Wiggins, kick out Horford. He's open for three. Got it! Stop him, stop him. Get right back in this puppy. You ain't going too fast here, Golden State. That's courtesy of WBZ, the Sports Hub, Celtics Radio Network. Al Horford joins Ray Allen as the only Celtics with six or more three-pointers in an NBA Finals game. Play of the Day brought to you by M-Drive, supplements for driven guys looking to increase their energy and strength and drive. You don't have to slow down. You don't need to. M-Drive's clinically tested ingredients support T-levels, energy, and metabolism. Don't let age beat you. Get mdrivedan.com. Get to phone calls coming up. A couple of retirements yesterday. We mentioned on the air in the last hour of the show, Frank Gore retiring with exactly 16,000 rushing yards. First ballot Hall of Famer, even though you probably don't remember one of his runs. But still 16,000. And for a guy who was a third-round draft pick, had surgery, I believe, on both knees, and to last that long. And then uh, Alex Mack, the former Niners offensive lineman, I think he was a five-time Pro Bowler, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, he's he's going to go into the TV world here, but he decided to announce his retirement yesterday. Yes, Paul. Don't you find Ryan Fitzpatrick's career as a quarterback very hard to put in a sentence? Well, I would use one word, peripatetic, because he's been all over the place. I thought that meant he could throw with both arms. <laughs> yeah. I, I was quickly Googling it. It's like peripatetic. Yeah. He's, he's got extra fingers? Yeah. 
Okay, but he he was given the keys to a few different franchises. Buffalo, he started. Uh, he he started for Houston for a season. He started for the Jets for a season or two. Yeah. He started for Miami. He's it seems like he's better than a journeyman because he's got two hundred twenty three career touchdowns. Yeah, but how many years did he play? Seventeen. Yeah, well, you should have a, a truckload of T, uh, TDs if you've been a starter on a team. He's got more touchdown passes than a bunch of Hall of Famers. Yeah. Um, okay, but you're going to throw Troy Aikman in there, and not but, fair. But Troy, no, because Troy had it was the big three. I mean, they ran the ball. I, so you can't when you throw those numbers in there. You'll throw in Kurt Warner, but he had you know a strange career as well where. He didn't play, then he did play, then he didn't play, and then he did play. It's like he's uh, like Josh McCown was that fill in quarterback that was meant to be a backup and sometimes started. Fitzpatrick felt different. It's like we bought into him a few times. He's won player of the month four different times. He's never been in a playoff game. No, not one down. No. I like him, but I think he's known for his press conferences. I think he's known for his beard. I think he's known for going, you know, he went to Harvard, in case you hadn't heard. But I don't know how I would define it. It's just one of those journeyman quarterbacks. Yes, Seaton. Can I do a uh, quick impromptu spelling bee uh, contest for our reigning spelling bee champion, Todd Fritz? Parapatetic. Oh, okay. That's a tricky word to spell, parapatetic. Todd, try it. Meaning traveling from place to place. Yes. It's an adjective. P-A-R-A-P-A-T-E-T-I-C. Probably not. Oh, boy. You're, you're good at the end, but you got really loose there in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Anybody else want to jump in on this spelling bee, peripatetic? No. I no? just give you the word. Okay. I'm like the host, and the word is... It would be P-E-R-I-P-A-T-E-T-I-C. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. There you oh, go. Okay. Learned something. Oh, we did. If you didn't learn anything today on this show, you learned peripatetic. Yep. Yes. Uh, Eddie in Indiana. Hi, Eddie. Hey. I know you don't want to do this, Dan, but... Happy 20th anniversary, Fritzy. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Yeah. We, we did that yesterday, and it wasn't our anniversary. Still no cake or anything today. No, no card today. Because I came in today, and I said, Fritzy, happy anniversary. You did say that. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't celebrate. You didn't say, you know, sometimes it brings a tear to my eyes that we've been working together for 20 years. I figured we decided to do a subdued version because we kind of celebrated it yesterday by accident. Yeah. Well, Eddie brought it up. I wasn't going to bring it up. But now that it's out there. Yeah, we might as well celebrate. Body shots, you and me. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're talking. Shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Get over here, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Richard in Virginia. Hi, Richard. What's on your mind? Hello. Hi, Richard. Hey, uh, question. I've heard all the uh, talk the last couple of days was uh, Curry as one of the top ten or best. I'm one of those that believes Allen Iverson may be better than him as far as when you start talking about guards and guys of that kind of statue and build. All right. What do you um, no, I don't think Iverson's better. He's different. They're both guys who change the game. You know, Allen, as much culturally as anybody has. But Steph Curry, what he's done, how he's done it, um, he's a better player than Iverson. Yes, Eden. Man, talk about somebody whose legacy would improve with a ring or two. Allen Iverson? Yeah, he'd be talked about as a totally different player, probably. The Celtics come back from 12 down. That marks the biggest fourth quarter comeback in an NBA Finals game. Since 2011, that's when Dallas came back from 15 down against the Miami Heat in Game 2. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, Patrick in Pennsylvania joins us. Patrick. Good morning. Hey, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Two quick things. You're talking about retirement. Remember Johnny Crook? He's got a single. Yes. Went to first base, walked right to the dugout. That's a hell of a way to retire. Because I think that got into 300 exactly for his batting average career. Um, and also, with the, the games, the three-pointers, I play basketball still, and it just I can't stand it when someone shoots a ball from way out with nobody from my team underneath the basket. It's either all or nothing, and it's 
it's excruciating to watch all the time. So I don't mind all the three-pointers, but, man, why can't you have anybody underneath a little bit? Yeah, thank you, Patrick. It's just, just like baseball. It's all or nothing. You throw real hard, and they swing really hard. Basketball is all about the three. If we make them, we're going to win. If we don't, then we're going to lose. But you're shooting 86 threes combined. I never thought I would see a day where you be shooting that many threes. And, you know, you're making those threes. The Celtics were making those threes. These are not easy shots. They make them look really easy at times. Coming up next hour, we'll hear from Steph Curry. We'll also hear from Jason Tatum on the message that the Celtics got in the huddle going out for the fourth quarter. Cooper Cup of the Rams will join us hour two. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 